Thanks to all of you for coming out this Saturday night in Salt Lake City. Talk to you today on the subject matter, great faith brings great favor. We all face dreams that seem too big, obstacles and too much to overcome. The medical report is not good. My child is making bad decisions. I don't have the connections to bring my dream to fruition. And when these things happen, it's easy to get discouraged and just settle where we are. Let me tell you, Krishna wouldn't have put those dreams in your heart unless he had a way to bring them to pass. He wouldn't have let you get into that challenge unless he wasn't planning on bringing you out twice as well off as you were before. But first, we have to do our part. Our faith is gonna make all the difference as far as what's gonna happen. Our faith will determine how, when, or even whether Krishna brings us out of that bad situation. It's not just up to Krishna. He has all the power in the world. Aham sarvasya prabhavam atam sarvam prabhajate. But really the deciding factor is us. He works through faith. If you believe little, then you're going to receive... Yeah, exactly. If you talk small, then you're going to receive small. Oh, I've reached my limits. My best days are behind me. You're getting stuck right there at that spot where you are. Somebody said, I think this was Charles Sturgeon, faith empowers the soul to inspire the heart to instruct the mind as to what the body should do. A few years ago, author uh, Bennett Cerf was addressing an audience of doctors in San Diego, and afterwards one of the doctors told him about an operation he'd performed on an ill-tempered lady of about 80 years old. The woman came through the surgery with flying colors despite all of her naysaying and dire prognostications. Nevertheless, she became quite agitated when the doctor told her that if she wanted to recover quickly, she had to get up and start walking 10 minutes the very day after her surgery, the next day 20 minutes and so on and so forth. In spite of all her complaints, she had her 10 minute walk the first day, tottering but under her own steam. She lengthened it the next day, and the next day, and this next day. And by the time she went home a week later, she was stomping all over the hospital, including rooms where she had no right to be. Later, the family came up, and they wanted to give the doctor a bonus for his wonderful job. The doctor said, nonsense. That was a pretty routine operation. They said, no, doc, it's not the operation that we're marveling over. It's her walking. The old girl hasn't taken a step in six years. <laughs> what do we learn from this story? She hadn't taken a step in six years, but now she was walking all over the place. Why? Because her doctor told her to walk, and she had faith in her doctor and obeyed him. Isn't it amazing what faith in a doctor or a teacher or a parent will do. The things that you can accomplish in life if you just have faith, trust, and determination. In fact, that's the secret to realizing the fullness of your destiny. It's not going to happen with weak faith, little faith, doubting faith, average faith. It's going to take great faith. The good news is it's in you. Krishna put it inside you. You have the ability to go to places you've never gone to overcome challenges that just seem too big. Here's the key. You have to 
awaken your faith. Stir up what Krishna put in you. The enemy, Maya, would love for you to go through life with little faith, not believing, full of doubt. It's never going to happen. Or weak faith, comfortable where you are, not stretching, not putting any demands on your faith. Can I tell you, average faith is just not going to cut it. To overcome the forces that are trying to stop you, you can't have ordinary faith. To leave your mark, you can't just be like everybody else. It's going to take people that will dare to believe in a big way to take the limits off of God and say, Krishna, I don't see a way, but I know you have a way. Krishna does want to do something new in your life, something uncommon, out of the ordinary. But if you're going to see great favor, you have to have great faith. Little faith says, I'll never get well. Have you seen the medical report? Great faith says, Krishna is restoring health back under me. I will live the full span of my life. Little faith says, these disappointments have limited my life. This bad break, these people coming against me are why I can't go further. Great faith says, Krishna, you have beauty for those ashes. What was meant for my harm, you're going to turn to my advantage. Little faith says, I'll never accomplish my dreams. The obstacles are too big. I don't have the training, the talent, the experience. Great faith says, good breaks are headed my way. The right people are tracking me down. What Krishna started in my life, surely he's going to finish. Little faith says, I'll always struggle in my finances with the gas prices, the pandemic, because of how I was raised. I'll never have abundance. Great faith says, I will lend and not borrow. I will live under the open windows of heaven. My cup runs over. The great faith is already inside you. I'm just trying to awaken it, stir it up a little bit here tonight. That's how you're going to go to a new level. That's how your business is going to take off. That's how you're going to break the addiction. That's how those children are going to get back on course. Not just by your willpower, by your strength, your intellect. That's all good, but amazing things are going to happen because of your faith. When you get in agreement with Krishna, demigods go to work. Forces of darkness are broken. Good breaks start chasing you down. Great faith activates great favor. In a book entitled, All I Really Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten, Robert Fulgham writes, if we think back, it's correct to say that all we ever needed to know we learned in kindergarten. It was probably in kindergarten that we got our first hard lessons on social contact. We learned we needed to ask permission to do things. If we needed to go to the bathroom, we asked the teacher. If we wanted to speak in class, we raised our hands until we were recognized. On the playground, we learned to share since not everyone could be on the swing or play a ball at the same time. Kindergarten also taught us to be inquisitive and make every effort to learn. Kindergarten was the place for something equally important. We learned to say yes. Those who have recently been in a classroom of lower primary age children know that when the teacher wants something done, all the hands shoot up in an instant. Why? Because children at that age are willing to volunteer. 
They are not yet aware of what the teacher is going to ask them to do. They willingly say yes in advance to what the teacher asks. Why? Because they have total confidence that the teacher will only ask something that is possible and that is good for them. And isn't it too bad? But the sad reality is that many of the great things we learn in kindergarten are no longer part of us. When we get older, we forget our manners, say what we want without asking permission. We forget to share and tend to be greedy and possessive with what we own. By and large, in addition, we lose the ability to say yes as we get older. Life experience tells us that we can't trust other people. And we shy away from many opportunities which asks for our assent and our cooperation. If you think about it, our lives are filled with innumerable opportunities to say yes to God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. But most times we're in the habit of saying no, or the timing is wrong, the task is too difficult, or we're just not plain willing to change. Krishna gave us free will, that's the ability to say yes or to say no to all of Krishna's requests. And because of that free will, saying no, is our prerogative, but can I tell you that when we do, we miss the opportunities of a lifetime. Krishna comes to us so that we can be open and welcome the Lord, or we have the option also of closing up, keeping him outside of the door. That choice is up to us. What you believe is setting the limits for your life. Our encouragement today is don't go around with weak faith, little faith, doubting faith, complaining faith. Get out of the box. Start believing for bigger things. It's not that Krishna is limited. He's all powerful, but we can limit him by our small thinking. Today, there might be things in your life that look dead, situations that seem impossible, maybe in your health, your finances, your relationships. My question to you is, do you believe that you can get well? Do you believe that with Krishna's help you can set a new standard for your family? That you can get your degree, build that orphanage, start that temple? The circumstances may say, no way, it's impossible. And you could get discouraged based on what you see in the natural, talk yourself out of it, live with an ordinary faith, downgrade, Krishna just help me to survive. Lord, if I could just only endure, if I can just get through this pandemic, Lord, this isn't fair. Our proposition tonight is to try a different approach. Remember how you were a child in kindergarten. Great faith is there. It's not in your mind. It's not in your intellect. It's part of your spirit. For some people, it's been asleep for a long time. It's atrophied. hasn't been used. Now, Krishna sent me tonight to awaken it. He's about to bring dead things back to life, about to do something you've never seen, restore your health, open new doors of opportunity, turn that child around. There is one requirement he's looking for, and that is great faith. The good news is you have it. Do your part and get in agreement with God. Krishna, thank you that I will accomplish my dreams. I'll get well. I believe that 2023 will be an abundant year. Lord, 
thank you that you're breathing on my life and the lives of my children right now. Now keep that attitude. Enter into 2023 with that great faith and then just watch what Krishna's going to do. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, Prabhupada's spiritual master, he had a desire to carry Krishna consciousness to London and the Western countries in the 1930s. He sent three very experienced, qualified preachers, including two sannyasis, to London. He financed the whole thing from his Gaudiya Math. In 1933, they set up a center, but they really didn't have much success. Three decades later, Srila Prabhupada, without any sannyasis, without any qualified men, not having financed them at all, in order to fulfill his spiritual master's desires to establish a Krishna consciousness beachhead in London, he sent six of his neophyte Western devotees to establish Krishna consciousness in Europe as it had spread in America. And those six disciples, without any real culture, without any real knowledge, with no money, no resources, but with great faith, organized chanting, every day on Oxford Street, the busiest street in the world, which goes on to this day. They befriended George Harrison of the Beatles, made a recording of Hare Krishna, which was a commercial success all over Europe, established a temple in downtown London, and inspired George Harrison to donate a 17-acre estate in the suburbs, which is today the headquarters of the Krishna movement in UK. Srila Prabhupada, commended his six disciples on succeeding where his sannyasi god brothers had failed. He told them that because they chanted Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, with great faith, that's the reason that Krishna gave them success. They weren't great scholars or renunciants, and yet they had faith in the holy name of Krishna and in the order of their spiritual master. Even Prabhupada said of himself, that he wasn't the greatest scholar amongst his god-brothers, but that he had staunch faith, which is the real requirement for success. With that faith, devotees can go many places and accomplish many things. But unless you have great faith, you're not going to be able to plant the seed of bhakti in others. General William Booth once said, God loves with a great love the person whose heart is bursting with a sublime passion for the impossible. And when you have great faith, you're going to see the greatness of God. Sometimes we're not seeing favor, we're not seeing promotion, we're not seeing healing, because our vision of Krishna is limited. Our faith it is that's limiting Him. According to your faith, it is said, it will be done. doesn't say according to Krishna's faith. Krishna can do anything, but he's only going to do those great things in response to your great faith. Where Krishna wants to take you, it's going to require from your side more than an average faith. He does have an amazing future in store for you. He's got doors he wants to open, favor that he wants to show you. It's not going to happen with ordinary faith. There will be dreams that are way too big for ordinary, average faith. There'll be times when it looks like you don't have a chance. Times when you feel like you're in way over your head. Times when the odds are against you. Krishna is saying to you today, according to your faith, 
it will be done. We have to do our part and say, Krishna, I know that you can defeat these enemies. I know that your favor on my life can take me to where I can't go on my own. Krishna showed up at your house. What kind of faith would he find? Small faith, weak faith, complaining faith. Chiru, I used to believe, but you don't know what I've had to deal with these last few years. I had big dreams, but it's been so long. I didn't see how I can get into college. I don't see how I can meet the right person. I don't see how I can break that addiction. It's been in my family for years. That kind of thinking is limiting what Krishna can do. Why don't you jijago, awaken your faith. We don't have to figure out how it's gonna happen. All we have to do is believe. And what is it that Krishna calls great faith? Great faith is when you believe that as the all-powerful Lord, he can do things out of the ordinary. Those things out of the ordinary happen when you take the limits off of him. Having great faith is not about being a religious scholar, not about how many scriptures you can quote or how long you pray. It's about believing that Krishna is who he is, all-powerful, that he can make ways where you don't see a way, that he can defeat giants, open doors that we can't open. In the Ramayana, after Hanuman described to Ram how he jumped across the ocean, wrought havoc in Lanka, found Sita, given her Ram's message, Ram's ring, Ram just stepped back and he looked at Hanuman in amazement. Ram, the Supreme Personality of God, had marveled at the great faith of his devotees. Ram said, Hanumanji, you have done a great deed. Who could leap across the ocean? Who could enter Lanka as an enemy and emerge alive? Who could have burned down Lanka when his tail was on fire? Nobody could do what you did, Hanuman. You have achieved everything that was asked of you and more. Marveling at Hanuman's great faith, Ram said, I have not the means to repay you for the services that you've rendered. I am your debtor. The only thing that I have to pay you, the only currency I have is, can I give you a hug? Hanuman got enfolded in the divine embrace of Sri Rama. Ram said as he hugged Hanuman, he said, Hanuman, please excuse me. This is the only thing that I can call my own at this time is my ability to embrace you. <laughs> now, let me ask you something. When God looks at you, what does he marvel at? Or is it, oh, true, this opposition is too strong. The ocean is too wide. I don't see how I can cross. And even if I could cross, how would I find Sita? And even if I find Sita, Ravana's soldiers would find me and kill me. No. Zip that up. Let's be people that cause Krishna to marvel over our faith, not over our down. Let's be people who believe big, people who take the limits off of God. Imagine Krishna marveling at your faith. Imagine Krishna saying to you of all people, I've seen weak faith. I've seen average faith. I've seen little faith. I've seen no faith, but I have rarely seen faith like yours. Your faith is at a different level. 
Krishna never ever, you can comb all the scriptures of all the religions of the world, in vain you'll never find one instance where Krishna faults anyone for believing big, for asking him for their dreams, for what seems impossible. Now that's what we call great faith, showing Krishna that you know how powerful he is. Now, Maya would love for you to live with comfortable faith, faith in a box, faith for what you've seen in the past. But to reach your destiny, you have to break out of that box and believe like Hanuman, you can cross the ocean. Is there anything in your believing in right now? Ask yourself that potentially could cause Krishna to marvel. Anything you're believing for that's out of your reach, too much, too big, too hard. If so, it's time to awaken your faith, to dare to believe, dare to ask, dare to do something that causes Krishna to be amazed. Not just to believe to pay your bills every month. No, great faith is Krishna, give me overflow, give me abundance so I can help pay somebody else's bills. Not just let me endure this sickness, let me manage this depression. No, Lord, thank you that I'm totally free. Thank you that I'm completely healthy. I will run and not be weary. Not just Krishna, help me to make it through another year. Krishna, help me to survive. No, Lord, thank you that 2023 is going to be a bountiful year. Doors are going to open that I couldn't open. That my talent's going to come out in new ways. I'll set a new standard for my peers. And whatever level that your faith is at, why not make a New Year's resolution to step it up? Believe bigger. Krishna wants to do a new thing in your life, but it's not going to happen with comfortable faith, lazy faith, limited faith. Krishna's looking for great faith. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari. It is a clear spiritual principle that Krishna increases our faith according to our needs. People who only live surface lives, facing no challenges, following no greater purpose, carrying no great burdens, never become deeply rooted in the grace of God. They need no great faith, and though they never know a great faith. Here's an interesting story. John D. Rockefeller, you all recognize the name, right? One of the most fabulously wealthy men in the world. There's probably nothing of material value that John D. Rockefeller could not have provided for his children. But did you know that of his children, he had one daughter who had a neurotic obsession with the fear that she would die penniless. Can you imagine? The daughter of John D. Rockefeller. She spent her whole life haunted with the terror that she would die destitute. Can you imagine? A Rockefeller worried sick about money. Similarly, can you imagine a child of the Most High God sick or worried that you will go to God for spiritual resources in a time of need and find that the well is dry? Now, Krishna's looking for great faith, for people that will cause him to marvel and say, wow, look at what the Lord can do. 
I believe with his help, I can get well despite the diagnosis. I believe that next year will be a great year in spite of the pandemic. I believe that we'll have a world-class Hare Krishna temple in Spanish Fork, Utah. I believe that I can start my own business, that my family will be restored. It is great faith that gets Krishna's attention. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. The question tonight is, are there blessings out there that you're missing because you're living with comfortable faith, not stretching? Is there favor that you're not seeing? Promotion, new relations because you have lazy faith, small faith, weak faith. Well, true, I know I'm not going to get healed. Nothing good ever happens to me. My family's already struggled. I wasn't raised in a good environment. Can I encourage you tonight? Step out for your dreams. Believe that you can accomplish what others say is not possible. Believe that your children will be great in the land. This won't happen with average faith. You haven't heard, seen, or even imagined what Krishna has in store for you. The times we're living in, great faith is needed more than ever in this Kali Yuga. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, wake up your faith, mighty men and women of God. Wake it up. Krishna is counting on you to make a difference, to be a blessing, to shine brightly, to set new standards. It's going to take people who are bold, who will stretch, who will get out of the safe zone and into the faith zone. It's not so much believing what you can do. It's about taking the limits off of Krishna, believing in what he can do. On our own, admittedly, we might be limited. We don't have the qualifications, the resources. That's okay, because we're not on our own. You and God are a majority. And when he breathes on your life, you'll go to places you've never dreamed. You'll discover talent that you didn't know you had. Doors were open that you never thought would open. The right people will suddenly show up. If you do your part and have great faith, then I guarantee you that Krishna will show up and show out in your life. One last story I heard about a devotee doctor driving home from work one night when he saw this accident on the freeway. It had just happened a few minutes earlier. They had this young man covered with a sheet. Bodhi told them that he was a doctor and he asked if there was anything that he could do. They explained that they'd done CPR, they've tried everything, but there was no response. So at that time, for some reason, he remembered stories about children whom Krishna's saints had brought back from the dead. And he said to himself, I'm not a saint, but God is still God. There's nothing ventured, nothing gained. He put his hands on the young man's chest, leaned down, whispered, Krishna, I'm asking you to let life come back into this body. He stayed there a minute or two. Nothing happened. Body was just inert. He shrugged his shoulders, turned around, went back, got into his car, started the ignition, and all of a sudden he heard this huge commotion. The young man had woke up, started breathing again. Everyone was in awe. They asked the doctor, what did you do? He said, all I did was chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Rama, 
Rama, Rama, Hari, Hari. That's what Krishna wants to do. He wants to use you in amazing ways. He wants to bring dreams to pass in your life that leave you in awe, take you to places that you never thought possible. Now, how is all this going to happen? Through great faith. It is on the inside of you right now. Question is, have you awakened it? Or are you just living with comfortable faith, average faith, not believing, not stretching, not dreaming? Get out of the box. Take the limits off of God. There should be something that you're believing for that will cause Krishna to marvel. Something that's over your head, out of your range. That's what gets Krishna's attention. If you'll do this, you'll wake up that great faith. I believe you'll see the greatness of our God to see what he can do for those who keep him first place in their lives. You'll see new levels of favor, promotion, healing, breakthroughs, the fullness of your destiny in this life and next life, you'll go back to home, back to Godhead. If you receive this message, raise your hands in the air with me. And say together, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.